Welcome to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am your host and purpose career coach, Michelle Glover. Imagine how you could feel if every day you walked into work and you felt like you were walking in your purpose. That is what I call professional peace. Join me as I talk with leaders and they share their authentic journeys of purpose discovery and how they found professional peace in corporate America. Your journey to a purposeful career transformation starts now. Welcome to today's episode of the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am your purpose career coach, Michelle Glover, and I am so excited for today's guest. You are in for a treat, and you will be hearing from Kim Gosk. She is currently the Vice President of Human Resources for Global Functions, Organizational Design, and Change Management for Otis Worldwide. She is a passionate leader focused on developing and enabling organizations to reach their full potential in the marketplace via a clear strategy and talent to execute. Kim has over 25 years of industry experience supporting a variety of markets through various businesses and human resources positions. She joined Otis in June of 2019 after spending almost 20 years with Siemens in various positions and business lines. Kim prides herself on being a lifelong learner with a bachelor's degree in public affairs and multiple professional certifications over the year. However, she will tell you that the real learning is by choosing to be a student of everyday life. I tell you, this interview, you are in for a treat. We're going to talk about finding your spark. So this is for those people who are going through the day-to-day of work and missing the thing that creates joy, joy that transcends not just professionally, but also personally. And Kim is going to give you all the nuggets to help you either reignite the fire in you or create a spark in you. So that way you can show up in your authentic self every day at work. So I am so excited. Get your pen and pad ready and you are in for a treat. So with that being said, enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Glover, and I am so excited, blessed, fortunate to have today's guest. She is Kim Gost, who is the Vice President of Human Resources for Otis Elevator. So hello, Kim. Hi, Michelle. It's so awesome to be here. I am so glad to have you. And I'm going to tell you all now, I am in love with Kim. She, I'm in her fan club. But really, she has truly helped me in my career. So when we talk about having mentors who help guide and aid you in your career development, Kim has been that for me. So I am so excited that she has agreed and is willing to share on today's podcast. So let's hop in. Uh, Let's talk about the journey Before we talk about the journey of purpose discovery, I want to talk about your role. So you're the vice president of human resources for Otis Elevator. Tell us what it is you do. (laughs) Well, my role today is quite expansive because it's kind of dual function. So the technical terms is I have the global functions, which I'm the HR business partner to all of our global functions, which span across 69,000 employees and I think 75 different countries. So that's pretty awesome. It's also pretty challenging, but I also have this component to my role, which is really focused on expertise in org design and change management. So that's really my focus area. And if we have to just look at 
what it happens every day. It's a potpourri of things, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. It's everything from looking at, you know, strategic workforce planning because we're trying to implement, you know, a new product or go into a new market or look at something more internally focused on, you know, what are some things that we can do to drive diversity, equity, inclusion? You know, how do we engage our employees? And then the org design piece really does add elements to help actually execute on all of those things. Wow. This, I told you this woman is the bomb.com. So you see all that she's doing. And what time was your first call this morning? Well, this morning was 6.30. So it was an early start. And and I have a a late evening because we do have a global population. So this morning we had people from all over the globe. So from China, you know, all the way to the Western part of the US. So I'm sure they were up even earlier than I was. And then tonight I have some China calls, but that's not every day. Um, We try to work within normal business hours, but yeah, you have those days where it goes pretty long. Wow. Well, again, I'm so thankful that you are joining me today as part of your meetings, because I mean, really, I already know the gems and wisdom you're going to share. People are truly going to absorb and take in. So one of the things I love to, to ask people to start out is you share what you've done, but let's talk about joy at work. You know, where do you find professional joy? So professional joy. And for me, It's interesting that you put the term professional joy because I really think it's more of a blend, right? Because if I'm really going to find something professionally, that means I have to show up as who I am as a person. And so it is personal. Um, I don't take things personally, but I want to show up every day. And that's one of the things that I actually find joy in doing at work is helping people kind of find that spark. Um, figure out how to use the things that they naturally have and maybe that are untapped and how they spark them into whatever it is that they're focused on, whatever it is, the function they're in, whatever it is, the process. But for me, it's really helping them navigate and finding, you know, what that spark is to really execute and do what it is that they love. So for me, it's about helping others do that. Oh, I love it. And one of the things you said, you know, you said that kind of the blend of the two, the personal and professional, and it's showing up in your authentic self, which right there is people struggle where they feel like they have to be someone different at work. And then when they go home, they can take off the mask and say, okay, now I can be my myself. And then I can start to do those things that bring me joy. Uh, tell us about showing up authentically. Yeah. So I will honestly tell you that was a journey for me to actually be able to do that in a way to where I'm like, it's okay, actually, to to be me at work. There isn't a me at home and a me like this person. And I think, you know, one of the things that I saw early in my career is you would look at people that had taken a certain path or they acted a certain way. And so you would go, you know, well, maybe that's the path that I need to to take. And it took me many years before I said, you know what, just because it's what others have done doesn't mean it's what I should do. And you look at the elements that 
do work well. And then you take the things that are really you and you add to those things. And so once I figured out that that was a whole lot less work and a whole lot less draining, it was like a switch for me. And I said, why have I been trying to bend and mold and do these things based on you know, a stereotype or a persona that I thought I had, this is what it looks like to be successful. And once I then blended my authentic self with those elements of, you know, discipline and focus and goals, it really did change a lot for me at work, particularly in regards to the energy that I could give versus Mm. the energy that it was taking. Oh, I love that. The energy that I could give versus the energy that it was taking. And I can share there are times and, you know, even in my own career, I remember there was a time where I was trying to be and the weight that it carried. I mean, I just felt so drained every day because I was holding on to this weight because I wasn't being my authentic self. So I appreciate, you know, those tips that you've shared to help people say, hey, realize who you are, what really matters, and then show up to that every day. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I want to dig a little bit deeper there because I know that's where people oftentimes struggle in their professional journeys. It's being authentic. So have there been times where you've been in an environment where you said, this is not for me, and maybe I need to leave this role or this department because I wasn't able to show up for myself? Or did you just say, I've got to adjust until I make the move? Well, I certainly think there's been both situations Mm -hmm. at different times in my career, to be honest. I think when I was being true to myself and I said, you know what, this just isn't the type of work for me. It was realizing that um, it was work I could do but it wasn't work that I loved. So it wasn't about the people or the environment, but it literally was about the work. And when it was work that you could do, but it took extra time for you to do it, it took extra time for you to do it well, and it wasn't something you were passionate about, that's where I'm like, this is just so draining and it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I recognized about the type of work that I really flourish and where I feel like when I'm at my best, I can do and help others be at their best too. And so it's luckily those were more shorter term projects, you know, it was a great learning, but it was, Hey, I really would not want to do that for three years. years. Um, So I definitely have had that experience, um, but it's never been, you know, based on people or environment, it's really, it's been about the work. And I think that's an important thing for, it was important for me to understand that. But I think it's super important for others to understand that because you can focus on where your passion and what what you enjoy and what you're good at versus trying to bridge this gap where you can do it, but it's never going to be great. And if you're spending all your energy there, you get tired pretty fast. Yes, yes. And I love that there's, And I share this with people. There's a lot of things you can do. But the question is, do you want to do them? And oftentimes, those are two different answers of what you can do versus what you want to do. So start to make that list of those things that you really enjoy and that you love. And think about how can you find those in your career? 
And also equally important are those things that drain you because those are things you want to avoid. So I love sharing tips and Kim has given you some already on when you're looking for that sweet spot and passion, start to understand those things that are draining your energy versus that are pouring up your cup. So I appreciate that. And I hope people really gravitate to what was shared. Yeah. One of the things just to add on to that, Michelle, it's, you know, I talk about finding your spark and when, when you're so tired that you can't, you don't have anything igniting, you'll know that. But when you find it and you recognize it, write it down. You know, how did it make you feel? And then seek out work, particularly when you're trying to figure out and navigate what it is you want to do. Seek out work that creates that spark and creates that feeling. And that was one of the things I started doing a little later in my career, but it really helped. How did that make me feel? I, I really like that. And then you want to try to focus on finding work that then fuels that and creates those sparks along the way. I love it. You know, you all know, I'm always going to say, write that down. So even with that tip, write that down. Great suggestion. So let's talk about your own journey to purpose. I know 30,000 feet about your own discovery of purpose in your career. How did you find it? So my journey definitely hasn't been a straight path. It's had lots of bends in the road, but those bends are where I've learned the most. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like Formula One racing. Going straight, you know, on the straightaways is great, but it's how you navigate and come out of those turns, Mm -hmm. which are what's going to put you ahead. And those turns have honestly been those insights and they've been hard. You know, when I look at how I got to where I am, the journey didn't start in the profession. I I didn't start out saying, oh, I wanted to be a vice president of human resources. That was never part of my thought process, you know, when I was trying to figure out how I was going to go to school and how I was going to pay for school, working multiple jobs, I kind of wandered my way into where I am, to be honest, out of survival. I was a single mom, you know, I had to figure out how I was going to actually make ends meet. Um, I was going back to school as a working parent, which again, all of these bends along the way have led to, I think, really where I am now. But it really happened with a couple of key folks, just like I talked about, hey, trying to find the sparks and help others do that. I've had some wonderful people in my life that have done that for me. And I think if I had to really look back, I probably knew, but didn't see it. You know, what some of my igniters were. And it was always about looking at how you find and bring out the best in others. And in my case, it ended up being, you know, in a human resources environment. I ended up in HR because a company was one of my clients, you know, again, in one of these jobs that I saw as, okay, I'm going to school and making ends meet. And I happened to be working with um, an organization at the time. And they said, hey, I know you're doing this consulting stuff, but would you ever consider? And I said, well, actually, yes, I would. You know, yeah. because I, know <laughs> I know that, you know, this is not something that I necessarily want to do long-term what I was doing at the time, which was wonderful work and I was learning, but I ended up 
taking a role and ended up in human resources, right? Just based on some of the work I'd been doing before, but with the client I had been consulting with. And I will honestly tell you, if you if you think about the journey, I came in from a consulting kind of environment into a big corporation. Okay. So, and and we were small and entrepreneurial. So I didn't, other than from the consulting perspective, which, you know, I was interfacing with all levels in an organization at the time at a very young age. When I went to corporate America and I was in, you know, a normal salary job, ignorance was kind of just there because I would go and ask questions to Uh people at any level. And it was one of those things where because I didn't know you weren't supposed to do that. (laughs) Right, right. It led to some very important learnings. So first learning was just because people say you shouldn't ask those questions, which again, I didn't know. Those are the questions that leaders want to be asked. Oh, wow. They are looking for people who are curious, who are wanting to know, well, have we looked at things in a different way or help me understand why we're doing it like this and what have we considered? So not in a, this is not right or this is so great, but truly trying to understand. And then you learn, as I did very early in my career, where there's hierarchies and how you need to sometimes respect those hierarchies and those stakeholder groups. And you learn to build a coalition um, with those stakeholders, but you understand how to navigate. So sometimes, you know, you wander into some of these learnings. And honestly, some of those questions are things that put me in a position to where they're like, well, hey, how about you come and ask these questions and try to drive progress, you know, on this project or this process? And so early on, I will tell you that it was truly ignorance. Um, I wasn't purposely trying to go out of line, but going out of line opened up options, doors, and thought processes for some leaders that had not been triggered in a while. And that was appreciated at the time. Squashed. Wow. I mean, that journey and so many things that I gleaned from that, and I hope you all gleaned from it as well, is one of the things is you talked about it not being a straight path. And I think the perception is, okay, she's the vice president of human resources for a global organization. So I'm sure as soon as she got out of school, it was step one, two, three, and she followed this prescription and then she ended up where she is. And Kim is saying, no, that is not the case that I've gone through and I've learned and I've had struggles in balancing, you know, being a single mother and taking jobs just because to get to where I wanted to be. But I was open to the journey. And I so appreciate that being open to the journey and flexible uh, Mm -hmm. in that discovery process. So I'm encouraging you all night right now, be open to discovery, be open to the journey, because that way it opens your eyes up to things that you may not have thought at the beginning. But once you get there, you realize, oh, this is how I got to where I am. Another thing that she shared, and I love you talked about the ignorance, right? Like, I didn't know any better, but in doing so, what that opened up for you in terms of opportunities and expanding thought processes. So I encourage you now, 
is there an opportunity for you to be, we're going to use air quotes around ignorant, but just to think of something with fresh eyes, not to follow the norm and the status quo, respecting your environment, yes, but not feeling like you've got to do it prescriptive, but an opportunity for you to create your influence. So I love it. I love it. And I so appreciate those nuggets into your journey. So one of the words I wrote down as you were sharing was grit and determination. And I tell you, Kim has grit, determination, but also a love for people uh, that Mm -hmm. has driven her career. So when you think about those challenging times as a single mother or in your career where you were like, I don't know how I'm going to get through, what were those moments and how did you push through in your career? So it's interesting because you and I have had conversations around faith and mm-hmm. I've always known I came, my, my family is very faith-based, you know, a big part of my family is not all, mm-hmm. of my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I always knew when I went to bed at night, I went to bed grateful regardless of what kind of day I had. And I knew that there was something much bigger than me. And somebody watching over me. I mean, I always believe that. So faith is something of big importance to me. And the other thing is, is when you know that you may not have it all figured out, but that you can figure it out and you can do whatever you need in order to make it work. That's within your values. That's within, that's a level of confidence that even during those hard times, I didn't have it all figured out, but I knew that I would figure it out. And whether that was, you know, asking for help from people that I knew, whether it was, you know, figuring out, okay, I have to take a weekend job, you know, to make ends meet. Once you know that you can do it, it's a scary kind of confidence, but it also is one of those things where it just, it builds resilience and you become grateful for all of the people that are willing to gather around and support. And that wasn't just in my personal, but when people see things that sometimes you don't see in yourself, you know, you are, you're around other spark igniters, you know, they want to, they want to help channel you. And so I think that's part of where my passion comes from is that sometimes people don't always see that spark that you see. And for me, I'm like, Ooh, I want to show it. I want them to see it so that, you know, they can ignite it and move forward. So when I think about those tough times, I actually think about all of the amazing things that came out of those tough times. I don't stay in that darkness. You know, for me, it's like, okay, there's the light. I can see the light. I know that nothing is being given to me that I can't handle. um, And I will figure it out. And God will put people in my path which he always has. It's like, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy how people have come into my path and I'm so grateful. Um, and they just, it's like, at, like just at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am so thankful as I shared at the beginning, you know, Kim being a, a mentor to me in my career and being, she is, when she says I ignite the spark in others, Definitely seeing things in me that I didn't see coming out of school, you know, coming out of grad school, working in a large global organization. I'll tease, 
when you're not used to sitting at a desk for eight hours, ooh, I struggled. <laughs> I like putting my feet on the desk and like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get through? But, you know, just, just adjusting to, to this corporate world. But I, I'm thankful, you know, just for you always pouring positive into me, whether it's, you know, when I'm starting my career, when I left uh, corporate and started my business, even in this podcast, I mean, always just being supportive and seeing things in me that I didn't see. So I am truly so grateful. And I'm sure you have a list of people who can say the things they're just so grateful for you for pouring into them. So Michelle, I want you to know that when we talk about people being placed in our lives for different reasons, you have so been one of those people in my life. You talk about what I've done for you. I can, I can't say ditto, but I can say equally and then some. And honestly, whether it's, you know, your continued drive and just, you know, for me, it's seeing people that I get connected with. I so just get joy in seeing you succeed and you finding joy because that's just honestly, that's what sparks my my soul is when I can see people that I'm connected to, you know, happy and doing well. Not that there hasn't been hard times. Hello. Um, <laughs> right. But but your continued just determination, not quitting, because I know there's been times on your journey that you're like, mm-hmm. is this and you just have to understand that you inspire me more than you know with the fact that you're taking others along on this journey and that you're helping people. So I want to thank you for the presence you've had in my life. And it is my complete honor, even though I don't love doing public speaking or <laughs> podcasts. It is honestly just my privilege to be able to do anything to continue to support the work that you're doing. So thank you. So I want to talk about, and like I almost got teary-eyed for a second. Uh, you all can't see the video, but I just truly am thankful. When you talk about God putting people in your life, I am so thankful that he put you into mine. But a lot of people are asking, and I always hear about mentoring and sponsors, mm-hmm. right? And they say, I want a mentor. I want a sponsor. Can you tell us how do you go about getting a mentor, getting a sponsor, or finding that person who is going to ignite that spark in you? So I think there's lots of different ways, you know, there's a formal way to do it and there's an informal way to do it. But I think when you're thinking about mentor and sponsorship, you need to, to think about what it is that you're hoping to get out of it. I know that sounds a little selfish, but you also have to think about what you're going to give in return mm-hmm. because it's not a one-way street with anybody that I'm mentoring or sponsoring, whatever term you prefer to use, I always look to get something in return. And I always do, by the way, because it's all about attitude. I learn something from every single person that I get the wonderful honor to support and mentor. But I think you have to be intentional around what you're hoping to get at it. And you have to be open in regards to um, things that might be hard. You can't just be looking for that mentor to just keep patting you on the back for all the great things. There probably should be some tougher conversations. And so you need to be prepared for those and be open, um, knowing that the reason that person 
is willing to do that is their intentions are to support and help and channel you in the the right way and the way that you want to go. But finding somebody that's a good fit for what your intentions are, I think is really important. A chemistry match. Yes. um, It's like, if it, if it just isn't flowing and you don't feel like you're getting the time or the support or it just, it just doesn't fit. If it's a bad first, second, third date, you probably should say, you know, I really appreciate you engaging, but this might not work out. So I do think there's that. And then there's some things that, again, as you're thinking about what you really want out of a mentor, um, sitting down and, and writing and being realistic with your expectations. Because remember, it's just another human being right. <laughs> in the mix. But a chemistry match, being intentional around what it is that you would like to get, and then finding somebody that has that experience and background that you think can, can bring it to you. And don't be afraid. Meaning if, if you're on LinkedIn or you've been to some conferences and events and you're like, that person would never talk to me. Don't ever, 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 ever think that. Shoot them a note. Um, send them a message because maybe they will. Or maybe they don't have space to do it, but maybe they know somebody awesome that would fit fit your needs that will respond to you. And so just don't limit you know, your reach out. If you've been inspired by someone, you know someone, reach out. But you need to be intentional around what that ask is and what you're hoping um, to get out of the mentorship. Oh, I love it. Intentionality. Oftentimes people say, I want a mentor and they only base it off the title. They only base it at the level. And they say, okay, this person is the vice president. You're going to be my mentor. But if that chemistry isn't right, if you don't know what you want from that person, sometimes that does more damage than good. So knowing what you want, what you want to give as well as what you want to get from that relationship, making sure the chemistry is there. So critical for that. And I love to just ask. The worst they could do is say no. And right. then you're right where you started. <laughs> so asking and being bold. Well, and the level thing is really interesting that you bring that up. And I think it's a brilliant point because, again, when you're thinking about mentorship and you're thinking about learning, somebody that may not be at the super high level may have knowledge and experience that you want to learn. And so you think about what it is that you want to get from that mentorship. And it may, to your point, not always be the highest level or the senior level. Think about what it is that you want to get. I love it. So as we talk about, you know, you're, you talked about pouring into mentoring and Spark. Now I want to talk about legacy. You know, what legacy does Kim want to leave behind in her career? So it's funny. Um, you know, I've asked my kids a couple of times, and, and I have a blended family, five kids all together, and two boys that I've given birth to. Mm-hmm. And my youngest son is is uh, going off to college next week. So yeah. you had this blended family, and you were asking your kids. Yeah. Uh, I said, so, you know, if you had to think about how you would describe me, or if I wasn't here, what are the things? And so, you know, as I'm thinking about 
number one, how would they remember me? But then how do I want to be remembered so that I can change trajectory before it's too late? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because we always can do that. It's never too late to change your course if you don't like the direction that you're going. Luckily, um, I wasn't mortified by the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and, and I think these are some core things, but we talk about grace in my house quite a bit. Five kids, you know, we have to be good at giving grace to others and allowing there to be forgiveness and, and grace to me means a whole myriad of things, but also grace to yourself. So making sure that you have that amazing grace and that you allow for that in the lives of the people around you, um, as well as yourself. Um, the other thing is search for the good and you and, and the light and you you'll find it. You know, it's if you're searching for something bad, you're going to find that. But if you search for something good, you absolutely will. And then I want to be remembered for expressing gratitude and being kind. And all of those things I can say I would wrap into my complete profile, not personal, not professional, but who Kim is. And I think if I can have that be my legacy. I will have led a very lovely life. Wow. Impactful life. Wow. I love it. And the impact gave me chills. So, and as I wrap up today, you know, I'm always going to ask about hashtags. So if you had to hashtag your career journey, what would that hashtag be? Yes. So, um, I think this probably is very fitting, but it's be brave and be you. Be brave and be you. And that's how, uh, when you look for this episode, we will use that hashtag so you can find it and share it uh, with others. And as we close today's segment, and again, inspiring discussion, and I love the authenticity of you, uh, but... If you had to give advice, kind of your closing remarks to someone who is struggling to show up authentically at work where they don't have that spark and they're listening and they're like, I I need some advice or tips. What advice would you give him or her? Yeah. So pay attention to what sparks your soul. Figure out what what really ignites you and, and don't chase titles. Chase the work. Chase the spark. And I'm telling you that the the other things will come along with that because that will be what is fulfilling you, but also usually fulfilling a need in an organization. So just be mindful of that. Write down what you love, write down how you feel, and then look for that work. And I think I said it before, but just because it's what others has have done doesn't mean it's what you should do. So I think it's absolutely wonderful that and I've had role models but think about those good aspects and then how do you bring you into that path how do you make that path yours with bringing those good things along the way and then being intentional with impact so going into conversations with here's what my intent and thinking about what your intent is 
And then what, what is it that the impact you're trying to have? And I think even starting out discussions in that way can be hugely impactful so that if for some reason there's a miscommunication, somebody understands what your intent is in the beginning. And that's how you start to practice it. So those are just some key takeaways that somebody looking to navigate their career early or at the very advanced level, I will tell you, these are things that if you can practice them, if you can think about them, you know, every day as you're navigating, I think it's it's going to help you find those sparks and really have intentional impact in a way that you want. Awesome, powerful way to close out this interview. And, you know, whether you're or starting your career, mid-career, or, you know, tenured in your career. I love how you talked about, even as you were discussing your legacy, it's not too late to make changes. <laughs> it's not what you thought it would be. So there's not too late to make changes if your career, if, you know, where you are is not where you want to be. You've been given some ideas and nuggets to find the spark. So that way you can live the career that you desire and have that purpose aligned career. So I thank him so much for being a guest on today's episode. I thank you all so much for tuning in and you all have a great rest of your day. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I pray that you are blessed and enriched by today's content. I pray that you choose to walk purposeful and powerful in your career journey. If this message resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast. And for more resources on how I can support your career journey, please visit journeyunlimited.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and bye for now.